0: At the end of civilization, humanity struggles to survive. Will they also succeed in keeping their humanity alive? Fleeing across a landscape of death, survivors will gather. Some will know each other and some will be strangers, but together they must find some sense of family or they will assuredly find ruin alone. A world of perpetual graze where staying alive eclipses all notions of morality. Or does it? Can people keep looking into the abyss and learn to ignore its baleful gaze back? Can hope for normalcy be retained, or is death just the order of the day? Will humanity rebuild or simply become the monsters they fight until monsters are all that's left? At the end of civilization, will humanity be able to live for a brighter future, or will they only learn to fear the walking dead?
1: Two! True! Three!
0: It's our creative outlet, man. So... Hi, welcome to Fear the Walking Dead cast. Uh, Let's just start that over again because I wasn't ready.
1: (laughs) You're the one that did it. What do you mean? I know.
0: And then I got a a frog slash uh, smoke in my throat and decided... The
2: hardest thing to do
0: is start the show. Always. It's that first sentence that always got me writing crap in school. Hi, Fear the Walking Dead cast. Now, one more try.
1: Fuck it. Do it live.
0: Actually, all this will be in it now because I love my epic train wrecks and my shows. (laughs) Hi, welcome to your Fear the Walking Dead cast. That's it, only took five takes.
2: And why is it their Fear the Walking Dead cast? Because we are here
0: to serve the audience, so I don't know, that's just (laughs) the radio guy rut I got into, you know, it's your your little scripts, you know. Uh, Mine at the end of my show, when I used to do it, was, I'm Scotty James and I will talk at you later, and I hate (laughs) myself profoundly for ever doing that, but... And hopefully that's the last time we'll have to hear it. Anywho, it is your your Fear the Walking Dead cast.
1: You have so many other reasons to pick hate yourself. Why do you just choose that one?
0: I, I'm i trying to limit myself to under five a day, you know. So, oh, okay. So I make a list and decide which ones I'm going to focus on. It's progress.
1: So, oh, okay.
0: It is your Fear the Walking Dead cast. <laughs> now that we've got that bit of business out of the way um internal stuff. Uh you know, you're the ones that technically pay for it. If any of you have ever clicked on that Amazon link, you're you're the main reason you can hear us. So
1: And I you get all this for absolutely free. It's I still cheap it's twice theirs. the price.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh and and as usual, we're recapping episodes of The Walking Dead and we are up to episode 11. Which was called uh, of season seven. Which is called. Uh, I'm joined, of course, by my usual co-host tonight, uh, Mike Zumo and Serotonin. Hello, hello. And we uh, do hope to have the Hughes back um, as soon as they can. They're going through some stuff. And if you, you know, have any belief in the power of prayer and stuff, please send it their
2: way. And much send love to the Hughes. Much guys. love to the Hughes family right now. Yeah, always. Give um,
1: some, some happy thoughts and some good vibes and mm. whatever. Well, you know, Small unmarked bills. <laughs> yeah,
0: no hurts either. Uh but our episode tonight is called Hostiles and Calamities, or what I like to call what Eugene did on his uh, summer vacation. And
2: Dr. Eugene.
0: Doctor Eugene. He's not quite a doctor yet. He still has to go through fake uh fake college to get there. Uh, Dr. What, what's that? Doctor
1: Smarty Pants.
0: Doctor Smarty Pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we open uh, with what would be kind of a slight flashback, because uh, Dwight, uh, Dwight, <laughs> Dwight, and some saviors are discovering what's left of Fat Joey uh, after Daryl got done with them. And Dwight rushes to the cell, and Negan and company are back with Eugene. And the bag comes off of Eugene's head, and he sees Negan standing there brandishing his favorite, you know, girl, Lucille. Yeah, Eugene has his best ugly cry face going on. <laughs> he starts begging as he's led to a door downstairs. But, hey, bonus, no death. This is actually your room.
2: I've never seen somebody so upset being direct to their apartment.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he didn't know. He thought it was, like, the murder room. So, not that I don't, I don't know why he would, mean, you know, if Negan was going to take the bat to him, he would have just done it right out there in the yard anyway. But. So he should have known he was, he was okay at that point but it's Eugene uh, Laura who uh, previously hit on Spencer before he lost his guts if you'll recall um, is savior, and she's the one that let him down there and she says uh, welcome home Gary which immediately made me think of uh, Heatwave and, and Adam yes uh, I made to that tomorrow. connection as a- <laughs> yes. my brain is hardwired to, to pick up any possible crossover nerd references ever uttered it's real really useful skill yeah Eugene goes right for the books, of course. Uh, meanwhile, Dwight has found the note to Daryl. And Laura asks Eugene what he wants for dinner in a funny scene. Uh, anything he wants at all. And he shoots for the moon and asks for lobster. And she's like... Well, she did say anything. Yeah, and she's like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Do you know where that came from? No, well, maybe. Um,
1: death row inmates used to be served lobster as their last meal. It was the final ins- it was the final insult. Oh, Because that's lobsters right. are basically the cockroaches of the sea.
0: Yeah, that's right. Hardwick was talking about that. Um, not happening, obviously. So he settles for pasta, but he really wants pickles, uh, which they it's don't. Chef
1: Boyardee, but the yellow stuff or the red stuff. What's that? We've got Chef Boyardee. Do you want the orangey stuff for the reddish <laughs> yeah. stuff? Yeah, the orangey.
0: He does like potato chips, but apparently not homemade ones because he's insane or something. Because
2: which are probably
0: better than the well, yeah. Best. You know, <laughs> he's just he's you know Eugene. <laughs>
2: he likes his processed food.
0: Yeah, he, he's you know he's he's playing the character kind of autistic like, and you know just you can tell he's. He was kind of me, probably, as a kid, and had all these weird food phobias and pissed his mother off to no end. Um, of course, he checks out his new digs to find some beer and produce and eggs in the in the fridge and a stereo, and when he switches it on, we hear our favorite song in the world. We're on easy street, and it feels so
2: sweet. One comment about that fridge.
1: hmm
2: It's better stocked than mine is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, generally.
1: It's than is, too. Yeah, you know, so... <laughs>
0: Well, you know, you're on the right team in the apocalypse. Life is good. I think that's pretty much what this whole episode was about. It's Eugene's seduction to the dark side, and they have pickles and beer. Everything
2: well, uh, a growing boy needs. Yeah.
0: Uh, a, a group of saviors and wives. Uh, a group of saviors led by Negan suddenly breaks into Dwight's room, and, and a beating commences. And we finally roll the, the starting credits. So Dwight's in the hole, thinking about what he's done, and uh, the Negan alarm wakes him up and reminds him that he's a fuck-up, and that when they came back looking uh, from looking for Daryl that he learned that Sherry disappeared, too. And Dwight says to him that it, you know, it wasn't her that let Daryl out, but Negan asks, of course, if it was him, and then asks him the question, and Dwight says he's Negan, of course, because he's not a complete idiot. Uh, the doctor is there and is instructed to patch Dwight up, and Dwight is also instructed to go find Sherry. And the, the doctor thinks she did it, uh, trying to make friends and reinforce the uh, whole uh, we are Groot thing with, uh, with Dwight. And before he leaves for his Sherry hunt, he grabs a hidden cigarette stash from a, a fish in the wall, and he's off. And, uh, and we notice that one of the cigarettes has probably Sherry's lipstick on it. Uh, Laura's showing him around and uh, explaining the role, showing Eugene around gonna explain the rules of the place. Uh, they eat like shit, and we eat good. You know, she tells him basically he's in the uh, upper class now, and, and he just comes in and and is allowed to basically takes what he wants from from the, the general workers. Uh, the treasure trove of pickles has been found, coincidentally enough, and uh, Eugene doesn't eat one right there for some reason, but he he takes the jar and goes. Yeah, where I, I must admit, where did he find that big jar of pickles? I, plot device, it just appeared. Because, it was
1: there in the supply room. You can take what you need. And and it looked like the scene out of The Jerk.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that was a little later, yeah. yeah but that you, scene didn't happen yet. When Eugene finds his balls, yeah, that's later. Um, I still got a
2: small jar of pickles in the fridge.
0: Oh, I missed that. I don't know. Well, hey, can you ever have too many pickles in, in <laughs> the apocalypse? They keep well, and they're tasty. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Eugene is led to Negan and starts looking a bit panicked. Uh, Jeffrey Dean is chewing the scenery as usual. Um, back to the reason he's still alive—the bullet. And Negan asks him if he's a smarty pants. And at first he starts to stammer the truth, and then he gets you know smart, and then he uh, that he's not anything special. He, he kind of gives away the game. Uh, But then suddenly he kicks into the script that he fed to Abraham when he pretended to be a scientist and, and, you know, invents several PhDs that I'm sure he doesn't actually have. Uh, Conveniently enough, Negan presents him with a problem that he figures out, and and it's a neat one. Uh, The zombie guards are getting squishy and kind of falling apart, so Eugene comes up with a plan to uh, pour molten metal over parts of them to keep them more stable and, and their head, because scary and armored. And Negan loves it, I mean he just like that is the coolest thing I've ever seen you know?
2: well, we've already seen scare last week we saw scary and armored Walker a walk. so we know we know of their effectiveness,
0: yeah, absolutely you know, but Negan apparently has never seen one in his travels and never figured that one out
1: I watched the punishment scene from Game of Thrones <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it may not have existed that came after the apocalypse. <laughs> Uh, well, and, and, you know, it, it seems like Negan has doesn't exactly have a glut of hugely smart people around him. It's mostly thuggery kind of guys. Including himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least they're not as
1: dumb as the Garbage Pail Kids.
0: Well. Most of them. Yeah, that may, remains to be seen, what's up with them. Uh, I'm, I'm pushing towards, like... Maybe it was, like, a hearing-impaired hospital that escaped together or something. I don't know. (laughs) And the one nurse that can, you know, in the land of the deaf, the woman with ears leads, I guess. Um... Speculation. He puts his arm around Dr. Smarty Pants and tells him he's he's getting a signing bonus, which I'm not sure if it's really a bonus. He's going to send a few of his wives over to entertain Eugene, but no sex allowed. Uh, So he says, thank you, Mr. Negan, sir. And I'm more into watching anyway, so no biggie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he's clearly into Yard Revenge.
0: Yes, you know they are set up. They got the Atari twenty six hundred rocking, uh, and Eugene walks off with his pickles and a smile. He, he realizes he's he's got a little juice now. At the party, wives are drinking. Well, one dr- uh, wife in particular is drinking more than anyone else. Eugene is playing Yars' Revenge, and ever the gentleman, Eugene says he's playing video games to entertain them. Which that's the line I always use, and it doesn't work for me for some reason.
1: that little gathering looked about as fun as a mammogram
0: (laughs) (laughs) but they'd rather talk about the human genome project and and Dr. Smarty Pants bluffs and and says that they wouldn't get it dumb human women Um, my IQ has been objectively measured in in several hundred labs across the United States I'm truly a man apart with, with a great mullet and so they ask if he can make bombs instead and he's like oh fuck I can't make bombs uh, he shows them some parlor tricks in, involving balloons and hydrogen peroxide and explosive uh, household chemicals. and
2: I was impressed.
0: Yeah, they love it. Yeah, it's like they call a poor man's, you know, fireworks around the uh, 4th of July, Make the, the explodey liquid thing. One of the girls is getting very, very drunk. Um, he tries to explain the process of, of what's going on, but the girls are like, just show us explodey shit, please. Shut up. Thunderous applause and hugs, and we cut to Dwight, uh, the Dwight Roadshow, and he has gone to his and Sherry's house, where we find out, uh, by voiceover, um, of her saying that they had agreed to meet there if they got separated, Dwight wanders around, taking in the sights and memories, and he finds the letter that we're listening to, basically, and Sherry rings, uh, and Sherry's rings. Long story short, she decided she couldn't wait for him because he's become a Negan, essentially. So she's taking off on her own with no confidence that she'll survive, but she says that being dead is better than being a Negan. Sad Dwight is sad and looks at his last cigarette, which has her lipstick on it, and puts all the rings in the pack. And he gets out of uh, the pretzels and beers that she thought that he would forget if they ever met up there and, and puts them on the table and and does the the little shuffle sad boy out.
2: It's a good thing she did the food shopping before she left.
0: Yeah, indeed. (laughs) I don't know if we'll be seeing Sherry ever again. They have just kind of (laughs) wrote her off the show.
1: It's the most inopportune time because Dwight told Negan that he killed her. Mm Mm-hmm. So you know full well that she's going to show up with everybody around.
0: It does feel like a check-off Sherry yeah. at this point. So. She'll, she'll be back. Yeah.
2: I'm not sure she's going to wander into the, into the compound with a smile, but maybe um, she'll find some of our, our, our other cast members.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And Edge might be the catalyst for him to finally to run. Uh, right here. Oh, next night the uh, the two two of the wives are back on their own accord, and they they wanted him to make suicide pills for Amber, the drinking girl. And they they give her tale of woe, and they tell him, "Well, we know you're a good man, please." And then Eugene says, "I'm not a good man, not neutral, chaotic, or lawful." For us D and D fans, thanks for the shout out, Doctor Geeky Pants.
2: I was really surprised that Doctor Smarty Pants didn't visit PP Pants Pan City.
0: Uh, I was just coming to that, actually, Michael. Uh, Very good call. Yeah, uh, surprisingly, uh, they didn't even have to offer the booby bribe. Um, They just tell him he's good again, and Eugene is like, Yep, I'll help you kill your friend. Um, Just sit here and watch me play Yard's Revenge. (laughs) I'm easy. Eugene goes shopping for poison ingredients and is told by a grumpy lady to get in line. And and at first he slinks off, but then apparently makes his cojones saving throw. Uh, because he turns around to give his best, uh, do, do you know who I am? Uh, the shopkeep is now very compliant as well as terrified. And now that he has the power, Eugene just kind of goes nuts and, as Sarah was saying earlier, does the jerk. Uh, and just starts grabbing things, including the much sought after uh, Mr. Grimbley Gun.
2: Yeah, Eugene seems to strike me as one of those guys, you know, very cowardly, but the minute you give him a little bit of power. He's both most fucking ape shit.
0: Seems to be enjoying it, yes. He definitely, his balls finally dropped in this scene, uh, as they say. Oh, we get a short little musical Eugene Breaking Bad Poison Cooking montage, which I thought was nice. And then we go over to Dwight back in the doctor's office who asks him if he found Sherry, and Dwight claims that he killed her. Uh, Laura brings Eugene to the main meeting furnace of sanctuary, and, and Negan is preparing an ironing. And turns out Dwight has framed the doctor for letting Daryl go. Well done, Dwight. Yeah. And he offers him, uh, Negan offers to spare him the ironing if he confesses, which of course he does. And then he just throws him in the furnace. And, Barbecue. Mm-hmm, and screams, and I imagine some pretty nasty smells ensue. Negan tells Dwight that he's sorry uh, about Sherry, and yeah, she was my favorite. Yeah, Dwight says he's he's not sorry. He's playing the part of the cold heart, uh, stone-cold Negan dude. Back with Eugene playing Yara's Revenge again, and the wives are back to pick up their pills, but Eugene uh, isn't giving them up. He did make them, though. You need to make note of that. And uh, he figured out that they were for Negan, but Eugene's not, he's got a good thing going now and he's not giving it up, or at least he's playing the part. And he's learned his value, and until someone figures out that he's not actually a medical doctor, of course, and that they're down one, I, I kind of thought that was a little surprising that, that Negan would give up a good resource like that. But maybe he is dumb. Maybe he just heard, I'm a doctor, and he's like, well, he's a fucking doctor, you know, because there's not, like, A hundred different kinds of... (laughs) thousand different kinds probably of doctors. Yeah, Eugene is not a medical doctor. No. No, I don't think he's going to be able to fake that one with some hydrogen peroxide and and some volatile chemicals. Now, he's standing there... um, Oh, yeah, Eugene uh, is back in his room, and, and he takes a bite of the forbidden pickle, finally... And and Negan comes to call, and he's standing there ominously with Lucille, but uh, Negan uh, tells him uh, he doesn't have to be scared anymore. Daddy's here, and he he starts to ask the question, and Eugene cuts him right off and says, Oh, I'm Negan. I've always been Negan. I just had to meet you to know. And uh, overseeing his zombie rehabilitation project, he he talks to Dwight and reintroduces himself, and sorry about that time, I bit your dick. And he says, we're Negan, right? And Dwight's like, yeah, okay, dude, yeah, we're Negan. You don't have to play it up quite that hard. And the the, the dark side has pickles, and that's our show.
2: Well, you can actually read that last conversation a couple different ways. Because he says, I'm as Negan as you are. Yeah. Either, yeah, they're both Negan, or maybe they're not.
0: I don't think, does he really even know Dwight well enough to make any kind of...
2: Well, Dwight, well...
0: I don't know, but... Unless the wives gave him, like, the whole Sherry story. I don't think as... I mean, we as the audience know more. I don't think he really knows Dwight from Adam other than he bit his dick. <laughs> Which, you'd get to know a person pretty well, I guess, if you bit that, them, like, their dick, but...
2: You know, that standing right up there on that on that terrace uh, looked very awkward.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. It had to be. So I did all the heavy lifting. You guys are supposed to talk now.
1: I think the only thing that, that Eugene really needed to hear was you don't have to be scared anymore. Yeah. And that's because he spent the last, what, six weeks doing nothing but cry?
0: He's been <laughs> in rough shape, yeah. He, he hasn't been taken. See, I got thinking about it, and I'm like, well, wait, you know, this is, is this a 180? Because he was starting to step up, you know, and be the braver guy and find his worth in that community. Is and- Eugene trying to run a con? Oh, yeah, I agree. But, I mean, I think it could also be he's just broken because, I mean, all that bravery he started to show was pre-Abraham's squishing. So that, I think, kind of broke him because he finally got Abraham's, you know, like, pat on the back and be like, hey, man, you are stepping up finally. And now he's just back to, like, I'm a coward. I can't do crap, you know. So I'm, I'm going to go back to the, the old con and maybe my last hope, and it pretty much was. So, um so yeah, I guess a big question is we'll, we'll get your guys' input on it. And, and is he has he gone full dark side or is he a sleeper agent at this point?
1: I think he's going along to get along.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think sleeper agent. Yeah, the the, the I, fact. I, that go ahead, Sarah. I'm sorry. The the fact that he's safe at the moment. That's all he ever wanted, because you know, by his own admission, he's a big flaming coward. Mm. Um as long as he does what Negan says and drinks the Kool-Aid, he'll be okay but I think first chance I don't think he's, he, I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced that he's actually flipped to be Negan group, but I think that he's doing anything he needs to do at this point to survive When Negan a- a-
2: asked the who are you question I, he answered far too quick Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm almost thinking, are you almost wondering if he's overplaying his hand a little bit?
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, And I I don't think Negan's been presented as as completely stupid, so we know he's going to be keeping an eye on him, too, but uh, he obviously came up with that that solid idea for the zombies, man. That was his saving grace. It would have gone a whole different way if he hadn't been able to pull that one out of his ass.
2: (laughs) Well, you you don't want to end up like that guy on the... uh, on the, on the edge of the fence there, no, which is everything falling out.
0: So I'm thinking uh, like Eugene's real qualifications is he probably did like you know he he did the metal shop in in shop class in high school or technical school or something, uh, which is how he was able to pull out the you know hey you guys got a smelter right if that makes liquid metal we could do this. Um, you know, and kind of explain how he would figure out a machine shop and, and bullets, too, if he's not actually got all these letters after his name like he claims.
2: Right. You know, one thing we, we know, we've known about Eugene pretty much since he showed up. What was that, season three, season four? Mm. But he knows how to survive. Maybe not in the way everybody else does, but he he knows how to get people to protect him.
0: Well, he cries better than most women I know, you know. Right, not only, not, not only that, only He turns but on the ugly cry pretty easily.
2: But he but he also knows how to feed a line of bullshit to survive. Mm-hmm. So, he might be a little bit of a... I might be starting to see him as a little bit of a con artist. Yeah, well, I think he was just a...
0: He might have been a really... Uh, Sarah's a, you know, old-school D&D fan. I think Eugene was probably a pretty good uh, dungeon master somewhere along the line, and... You know, he kind of pulls stories out of his butt like that when the need arises.
2: I mean, he knew those pills were for Negan, and he made them anyway.
0: Yeah, which is we have Chekhov's pills now, and, and yeah, so it's happening. You know, someone's getting poisoned. I don't know if it'll be Negan exactly, but...
2: Or an attempt is going to be made Yeah, at some point.
0: Or they'll just take away his Atari 2600 and he won't be able to take life anymore and, and take them himself. It's possible.
1: But that little smirk when he walked away, that's the one that sends shivers up my spine. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Is that, you know, Rick's smile when he saw the Garbage Pail Kids and all of their cannon fodder. That <laughs> yeah. was the thing. Yeah. But Eugene's little grin as he walked away, I don't know. <laughs> one of those, you know. Yeah. Um <laughs>
2: That's what makes me think he hasn't—he's not full Negan.
1: Yeah.
0: But then again, I mean, that was actually before his his little you know found his balls in, in the shopping area, and, and uh, that that almost seemed a little more sinister.
2: Right, but the con <laughs> began as soon yeah. as he dropped back into the human genome stuff again.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. But that was like last, he was starting to break again, though, and like he knew he was blowing it, and you know he. But I don't. I don't know if he's gonna gonna find. I mean, you could see he, he panicked. Like when the one wife was like, "I want to talk about the human genome project," and he's like, "Oh fuck, how do I get out of this one?" And uh, the
1: same double talk that he used on everybody else.
0: Yeah, right? yeah. A little sexist of him. Like, oh, you wouldn't understand this.
1: Your classification isn't high enough to get it. At yeah.
0: And the but, whole I can't tell. You know, well, you tell know what he said
1: that to Abraham
2: too. So yeah, yeah.
1: But he does have enough smarts to know. Uh, you tell me you saw the peaches on the table, right?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: He's got enough smarts to know that you can get cyan out of a cyanide out of peach pits.
0: Oh yeah, you know he was he, was,
1: he he's, he's got some. Well, he's he's got some intelligence. It's uh, like me. What, what he was probably like
0: in the AV club in high school, and 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 sucked up as much of the internet as he he could before it died about two thousand four.
2: Now, am I crazy, or was there something that said he was a teacher before the apocalypse?
0: Uh, I think you might be right, Mike. I was wondering, I, I couldn't remember if it actually confirmed anything about what he did or not, and I'm sure they have, or at least he's admitted something, which may or may not be true, but...
2: Or so many different shows that uh, sometimes I get confused.
0: Yeah, tell me I, was like,
2: it. I remember something yeah. about Eugene being a teacher before time
0: that's possible as you said too many shows one of these days I'll be doing a recap and be like and Eugene's about to get eaten by walkers but the flash shows up and saves everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no that's not it
1: but the uh, the, the end while well, they're Standing there, Dwight and Eugene kind of shrugging off the uh, the crotch bite. You know, like it, it was like seeing somebody after an awkward one-night stand.
0: Yeah, that
1: yeah. was a strange-worthy scene. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, well, you know, Dwight, Dwight though. Eugene had to do
2: what he had to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dwight wanted out of that conversation as soon as possible because it was kind of Eugene being like, well, I don't know if you remember my name or not,
2: and blah, blah, blah. uh he remembers Eugene's mouth, I'm sure. yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, Eugene knows he can't possibly take on Negan physically. Yeah. But, you know, now he's got the pills, uh, you know, Alka-Seltzer Plus with cyanide.
0: I think but- he's biding his time, and, and you know, he he'll, he's probably doing the math and be like, well, the other, you know, Rick's crew is going to rebel eventually. And so I'll hang out here and do what I got to do, and, and like I always have. And if if I hear the cavalry is coming, maybe I'll drop a couple pills and a drink or, you know blow up some balloons and cause a distraction or whatever I gotta do <laughs> I, I think he's still in the other party I, I like to think that he has some loyalty to them but I mean I got thinking and I, I'm just wondering like, did he really have that much of a connection to, to anyone else in the group other than Abe and Rosita and then Rosita basically was total dick to him you know before the whole bullet thing
2: well, <laughs> Rosita right now is total dick to everyone.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So, bad, bad writing, design. I'm sure. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's a big mystery. I'll tell you they're, they're keeping me entertained this this run at least so far. Uh, you know, it? I didn't
2: think I'd be entertained by an old Eugene episode, but. I was.
0: I I thought they'd maybe overdo it again. I'm glad they didn't make it like a long episode and we didn't have, you know, 90 minutes of it again. Um, You know, of of Jeffrey. I think they used Jeffrey D. Morgan like just enough in this one. And we got a little more, we got a parallel Dwight story too. So that was some good resolution and good world building for him. So overall, I, I thought a very successful episode. I didn't really have any problems with it.
2: Yeah, when they show up, when they do episodes on the Savior compound, they tend to overdo Jeffrey Dean. Mm -hmm. Maybe they learned their lesson a little bit.
0: They just had more to cover in this one. I mean, they could have in the Godforsaken Carl episode that lasted forever. Um, You know, they they could have handled a couple more storylines and didn't. Um, So it's nice that they're kind of writing. You know, we've, we've seen a lot of characters in a couple of episodes. This was. This is the first one when since they've been back. with they that they've only really focused on one place. So that's that's nice.
2: Dwight need to frame the doctor. Couldn't he have just, couldn't you um, just said Sherry Sherry let him uh, let Daryl free? I wonder just, if he doesn't I'm have
1: Sherry's life. That was the last. It, Sherry is the one thing in this universe that Dwight still loves. And and the fact that she went to Negan to save Dwight's life is just killing him yeah and you know you gotta here's escape, there's the goat um,
0: <laughs> well I think he might be playing the long game with Eugene too um that he he might think that he could lure him back away or start the rebellion with him. And he knows if the doctor is gone, then Eugene. You know, he doesn't realize Eugene's full of shit, but he's like, well, this guy's definitely going to be around. Maybe I can get in this guy's brain because the doctor was like hardcore party line, you know? Right. Uh, And he's, and Eugene's literally, uh, you know, a hostage from the other crew. So he's probably like, if I'm going to start shit with anybody, I'm sure he was looking for Daryl to help him, you know, start the revolution. But uh, I think Eugene's plan B. So I think he might be. I think that was part of it, or at least that would have factored into my evil thinking if I was going to frame somebody and get them furnished.
2: (laughs) I don't know. The white team just as surprised anybody else when he got furnished? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. I think he was just
1: uh, going to... Everybody pretty much thought he was just going to get ironed until he went full on pizza and threw him (laughs) in.
2: We didn't even hear any screaming.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a bit of screaming in the beginning. What, What was there? It probably wouldn't take
0: long to stop the screaming. No. Uh, going face first into that stuff. Uh, at least I hope not, in case it ever happens to me. I hope it's quick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he was only half cooked. The bottom half didn't make it into the
0: furnace. <laughs> no, no, the, the legs are... are
1: what did they say? Doctors in this universe are rare and that in Carson is well done?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um... I read some of the, you know, imdb.com is it's not always accurate, but they've got a lot of, um, like, little synopses or, you know, the blurbs for upcoming shows. and Those it, are usually the official ones. They might be, and, and it almost it goes right up to the end. And as predicted, I think they're, the, they're definitely not starting, like, the main battles this season, uh, which I, I get.
2: Um, well, you know, they, they've, they've known for a while they've had two seasons to work with.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, as predicted. But th- that's okay, because I think they're steaming along pretty well in the build-up to it. And it'd be better to to devote, you know, whole season to it, I think, than than try to cram it in the last two episodes or something. So, I'm game. Got anything else, guys?
2: I don't think so. There's not much to say about this one. Except uh, Negan is hoarding all the hair product.
0: <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Uh, he's got to pop back to Alexandria soon for another shave, though. He's getting a little scruffy. Yeah. Uh,
2: and how did Eugene keep that mullet going without any hair product?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, what, what's her name? Laura there even pointed out they have a barber, and she's like, I can kill that thing on the back of your head for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, not my beautiful hair. All business up front, and party in the back, honey. Yeah. Love Eugene. Don't go evil, Eugene. Come on, man. No.
2: Nope.
0: Be a sleeper agent. That's that's so much more cool and and unexpected.
2: I, I think Eugene is kind of neutral. He just goes the path of least resistance.
0: Yeah, actually, I think I think they might knock him off. I think he might actually go like full evil, and they'll knock him off. Because I mean, they've they've set it up that he has handed you know the, the instructions for bullets to other people, so uh, they, they don't necessarily need him. Um, so I don't know. It'd be a, it'd be a nice twist.
1: Well, just because he spewed out the recipe for bullets, do you know what it is? <clears throat> Nobody wrote it down.
0: I thought he did write it. Yeah, didn't he hand a handwritten thing to Rick before taking off on one trip, or is my brain stuck in the comics?
1: To Rick, yeah, but not at Negan's. Oh, right, he just right. Just spewed it out. And yeah, he's no, I, I figured self irreplaceable. Which yeah. you know. He's, he's trying.
0: I thought we'd see that this episode that you know you figured that'd be the first thing Negan would want him working on be like hey here's your nice place here's my wives for a night you know let's get making bullets dude yeah.
1: what's your favorite thing the dances that the nuns used to put on at school and good smelling girls
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, Negan had a good point there man I, I would just you know even just to hang out with Another cool person in the apocalypse would be a cool thing, I would think. And I think he knows that Eugene is uh, probably a virgin, so he, he can dangle that potential boobage in front of him, you know, for quite a while, and not really have to let the wives go through with it. <laughs> Hats off to the uh, the. the the showrunners for for actually not going there though they could have taken the skeevy route and had them like whipping off tops and shit and be like you want some of this there? science boy you know making some drugs but they just made Eugene pathetic enough to just be like you can watch me play video games I'll do anything for you
2: you know I was kind of surprised they didn't go that way because I thought that was designed as a test yeah I guess
0: it yeah for maybe both the wives in and, and Eugene I don't know. You would think uh, would, I, I actually thought Negan would like pretty much lead with that. I mean, because he even offered Dwight one of the wives for the night. Right. You know, at one point, I, I figured you know he would think that that is the quickest way to, to someone like Eugene's you know loyalty right there. It's like do the math. It's, let's face it; it's probably the quickest way to just about any man's loyalty in the apocalypse.
2: Right. You know, <laughs> you know when Negan says no sex. I don't think that ever dawned on Eugene.
0: Probably not. You know, he's just, yeah. Although, I mean, we know he likes to watch, and and we assume he kind of has a thing for Rosita, so. Boy, he's not completely asexual.
2: No. (laughs) He might have liked to watch The Wives.
0: I'm not going to comment on that in mixed company. Um, (laughs) But maybe. All right, let's wrap it up then, guys, Uh, because it's late, and people like to sleep occasionally. Uh, Occasionally, once in a while. All right. <laughs> you don't have to, but nobody's talking but me, and I always
2: talk too much. So,
0: <laughs>
2: help me. Yeah, this was a you know this is a you know a solid episode. It just kind of moved things along, you know. Not too many peaks and valleys this week.
0: I, I gotta think we'll be back with the other. Oh well, yeah, I've seen kind of the preview. It's it's basically was just like Rick and Michonne rushing around looking for supplies. Uh, the one they showed on Talking Dead, at least.
2: Oh, because we haven't seen that a million times.
0: Well, right, but uh, they have been slacking enough, doing other things. And they're probably desperately looking for guns, too, because we we know where that that plot point is coming from. When will Tara break about the gun place? And, yeah, we just have to get there somehow. Yeah. Because they're probably going to realize next episode, it's like, holy crap, we, we just promised these people a whole crap load of guns. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and we but have none. Anybody yeah. good without any bullets.
0: Right. Well, I don't know.
2: well the ocean oceanside or lakeside, whatever they are, they seem to have the guns and the bullets.
0: Yeah. It, it said nobody but Terra knows that, so again that was like the one fly I saw in Rick's plan last episode, but it's Rick Grimes, damn it, he'll he'll sort it out.
2: He'll smile and they'll give up the weapons.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> All right, you could email us, actually, at uh, weeklyheroics at yahoo.com. Again, we know it's not zombie-related, but uh, we also have a Facebook page, Fear the Walking Dead cast. Search for it in your little Facebook search bar thingy there. We would love to have you because uh, there's like 11 of us in there. And And
2: five of them are us.
0: And we're all, yeah, guests on the show, so... (laughs) That's so why we don't like our own company, but um, we'd like to what hear more from
2: you, too. Before we have some ducking people. I
0: want to hear some fan theories, man. You know, you people out there watch this show with us and uh, must have your own ideas, so send them on over.
2: At least every, on most weeks, it's, while the show is on, Scott and I are in there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we usually kind of live blog. It's it's kind of fun. We and we could actually set up like I keep forgetting we can even do this, but we could set up a so we don't spoil it to anyone else that comes to the room. We can set up our own little room chat in there and and just go at it. Yeah, which I probably should because I do do enjoy when I watch it live doing my live little rants, which is why Sarah doesn't come and watch it with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh huh.
2: <laughs> yeah. When this ep- yeah, when this episode like, was on, I was about
0: five minutes behind you. I am willing to let you duct tape my mouth while it's on. I just want to put that out there. And after, maybe I never mind. What you do in
2: <laughs> private is your own business.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: All right, before it gets too more de- much more depraved in here, we'll we'll call it a week. It's your Fear of the Walking Dead cast that I'm now gonna feel self conscious about. Every time I say thank you, Mike. You're welcome. For Mike <laughs> Zumo and Serotonin, Fear the Walking Dead cast, and Two True Freaks.
2: Bye. Don't forget Bye-bye. to ride. Sure. It's It's got the King.